Hello everyone, welcome back for another visit to the village. My name is Greg and joining me is... John. Ryan. And... Glenn. So uh, there was a delay there Glenn, because... I'm here. Yet, <laughs> <laughs> yet again, uh, Glenn, out, out, out of an overabundance of caution, Glenn uh, is past his quarantine time, but has still tested positive. So his doctor has, has recommended, you know, you know, use your best judgment. So Glenn has decided to kind of out of, you know... Safety for his brothers, and we, we love him for it. He's decided to, yes. to video conference in again for this week. Hopefully right. the last week that we'll video conference in. I, I hope to God. Um, but, yeah, uh, I called and talked to someone with the, at the CDC and just sort of asked exactly, like, kind of what the deal is. And the way that she explained it, once you recover from mm-hmm. COVID, it, it doesn't leave your system all at once. You shed it a little bit at a time. So... I prob- I've recovered, but there's still enough fragments in my body to come back with a positive test. And that um, basically, it's highly unlikely that I'm still contagious, but because the virus is so new, they can't, they just don't have. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, so, in the interest of you knowing what just happened on our end, um, the, the video signal sped up. And it sounded like Alvin from the Chipmunks said the last portion of what you said. You actually kind of sounded like the Micro Machine Man. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you were ready to get that shit we, out. We heard everything you said, mm-hmm. but it, it sped up really fast for some reason. Oh, well, that should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Glenn, we had talked before when we were, when we were getting ready to start about uh, if we had food stuff to talk about. And you said you do. I do, too. Okay, yeah. Um, so, on Sunday morning... Me and uh, Sandra were getting out the house and sort of driving around looking for kind of an outdoor place to go and get something to eat because just because I was just we we're stuck sick of being stuck inside. So we were going. We were driving in Metairie, Louisiana. And, uh, we were going to go get brunch at the Ruby Slipper, which is a, a great place. And when we went there, the line to get in the building was extremely long. And we noticed that right directly across the street. You have paused on us, dude. We, we lost Glenn. But you look at you're very much yeah, enjoying yeah, think, what you were saying. Okay, the last we're thing back. we were back. The last thing we heard was something was across the street. Yeah, Fat Boy's Pizza. Oh, Fat Boy's Pizza. Oh, but I've always wanted to try that. Me too. So, yeah. So, we, we decided to go and, and, and give it a try. Um, and I have to say, it's it's fantastic. The, um, you know, one slice of pizza, it's, it's huge. It's Probably about the size of a, a small, whole, like a whole small pizza other places, but um, it's like the New York style, so it's thin, but it's not like paper chip thin where you can fold it, and they don't overload it with toppings, but um, yeah, it, it was great. It's, if you, you know, we saw they got the framed jersey of uh, Joey Chestnut from when he, he went there and won the eating contest, but... Um, oh, nice. I, yeah, I'd, I'd highly recommend Fat Boy's Pizza. It's it's huge, <laughs> but uh, it's like I, we didn't really feel disgusting when we were done. We should we should get one for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, yeah, it's like Hurley agrees. Well, um, so just full disclosure, Heather really likes Nutella, and I like Nutella too. Most people do. Yeah, John's nodding his head. So. It's awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, a little overrated. And uh, <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> um, but uh, I also I, I don't know if you guys are a fan of the Uncrustables. I've never had it. I had one for the first time when I went to Universal. They had um, 
We had like we got upgraded to the like, concierge level suite where they had all kinds of snacks and stuff, and they had uncrustables there. I was like, I'm about to get me one of these little peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Well, yeah, they're good because you keep them in your freezer and you take them, and they're good for a kid's lunch because they're pre-made, mm-hmm. and then they thaw throughout the course of the day. So, well, well, do they? Do, do you toast them? No, just one that thawed out there, just like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, with, with no crust, and it's just kind of sealed around the outside. Yeah, I've seen them. Hand pie. Gotcha. Um, but lo and behold, I was in Target the other day picking up some supplies, and I turned the corner in the frozen food section, and what do I find? But Uncrustables have released a Nutella Uncrustable. Not surprising. And so I grabbed that. I was on the phone with Heather, and she's like, "Then you got to grab it." And I'm like, "I do." So I grabbed it and I got it home. Uh, we didn't have one until a couple of days later. I took them, took them, put them in the in the fridge, and we had them with breakfast. But uh, they're pretty tasty. That sounds pretty good. You should you should go yeah. out and get them. Sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's this thing you can get in um, the Magic Kingdom at Disney World at the Sleepy Hollow restaurant, and it's a a a waffle and did I just freeze again? Yeah, a little bit. I, it's a, I heard you say we said you said something about a waffle. Wa- a waffle stuffed with Nutella and fresh fruit. Oh, oh, jeez, oh, wow. That sounds awesome. I've yeah. had a crepe that way before. Interesting stuff. Um, by the way, I'm delayed in talking because Ryan put these chocolate covered pre- fudge covered. Thank pre- you. They're not chocolate covered. You gotta really. I gotta clarify that, because that's what makes it, it is, so it good. It is chocolate fudge though. Yeah, yeah, it's chocolate fudge covered pretzels. They're quite addictive. Actually, I think they're the ones that AMC sells. To be honest with you, but they're they're, they're pretty divine. And uh, so yeah, I've been kind of distracted by those. But yeah, you know, the only other thing I can say about food this week is is I, I'm going back to the Ren Fair this 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 Saturday, and and I'm ready for a turkey leg. What is the Ren Fair and where it where is it? Would you like to come with us? Uh, no, I mean I mean our audience may not know what it's the hell in, you're it's talking in Hammond. about. They do it every weekend in November. I think it's what like. 13 bucks a ticket, something like that. It's not very expensive. It's like mm-hmm. 15 or so. Let's say 15 bucks a ticket. And um, it's and a it's, it's it's the there. Yeah. And um, you can just go dress as you would normally dress, or you can dress in character, some sort of Renaissance-looking outfit. And then there's all these different, like, booths and stuff where they sell mm-hmm. all kinds of the, the costumes. The, they have the handmade wooden swords and stuff like that that you can you can get. <clears throat> I went with my little girl, and she got a little, uh, a little bitty... Uh, pink and purple sword that she hits me with <clears throat> yeah it's uh we went a, a week or two ago and uh it was it was very fun like, it's, that's my second time going but uh we actually ran into you guys there and it's always got a great like little selection of things we like, got fish and chips like you know because they're going with the renaissance theme and the england theme we also had, got to have a scotch egg there for the first time which that was uh, scotch eggs are awesome what is that a scotch egg <clears throat> is an english treat and what it basically is now these the difference here is I, I want to stress that the Ren Fair had them. I, I wish I would have tried my first Scotch egg the traditional way where they uh they were soft boiled because typically they they have like a, a, a yolk that is a little bit runny in the center. Mm-hmm. These were kind of hard boiled, but it's basically a hard boiled egg that's wrapped in sausage, breakfast sausage, and then fried. Whoa! Yeah, it's amazing. It's, they're really good. Jesus! And if they're if they're done right, the yolk is supposed to still be. Slightly yeah. running when it's done, but usually they end up being just kind of horrible. Things. How have I not had one of these? <laughs> I gotta but get one. I had to look back at my text message because when I looked online at the Ren Fair, I had to text Greg this because I knew he was coming. There's a booth there that's called Twisted Treasures, and they're described as a merchant selling barbarian accessories and curiosities. <laughs> hey, interesting. 
So. so do they have like a medieval times type uh, shit going on? They, they yeah, put they, on, had, they, they had they, jousting. They put on that kind of shit. Oh, that's kind of cool. The jousting was actually. Do you get funny. to do it? No. Oh shit. No. But uh, it's kind of like medieval times, where there's like there was like a red knight and a blue knight, and you know, depending on where you're sitting, they uh, they tell you who to cheer for. And it was kind of funny because my little girl's three. For those of you that don't know this, and uh, she got the really high pitched voice, and um, you know, they told us to cheer for the red knight, and the other side had to cheer for the blue knight. So everybody just cheering, but no big deal. Uh. They knock each other off the horses once or twice. Then they get off and they pick up these swords and start swinging them. At this point, everyone's quiet, and you just hear Clara go. Kill him! <laughs> and everybody just turned around and saw this three-year-old like pointing and yelling, "Kill him!" And everyone just started laughing, and it was hilarious. I'm so proud. So, of her. what do you, what do you think the over/under is that someone does a Jim Carrey impression from Cable Guy every weekend? Probably, <laughs> probably, yeah, probably a good, pretty good chance. I'm surprised you didn't. I did not. No. You're going down, Red Knight. <laughs> down, down. I do have to say though, like you have to buy tickets in advance so they know how many people mm-hmm. are coming. Even if small children are free, but you have to buy a zero dollar ticket for them on online just so that they yeah know how many people are there. And it was extremely well like they thought it through. So like there's not a lot of bunching up of crowds and whatnot. Things it's all spaced. outside. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's it was really cool. Yeah. So I can't wait to go back because I didn't get a turkey leg. So I had a turkey leg in Astro, not Astro World. When I went to uh, Dallas, I went to Six Flags out there and got a turkey leg. Yeah, they're. I can never get enough turkey legs. Turkey legs, they're awesome. they're sensational. Well, you could also go to the old uh, taqueria that they have. <laughs> For some reason, they sell tacos at the rent fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a pizza place. I mean, they are Renaissance. They have to do everything. So. Yeah. But yeah, um, speaking of like things, you know, coming back like the Renaissance, Animaniacs has returned, and our very own Glenjamin Q Davis, which is not really his middle initial, uh, has watched it. Well, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the first four episodes, I believe. Um, they dropped it on Hulu this past weekend. Um, the whole thing, so you can watch it. Watch it all. Uh, it's been 22 years, I think, since Animaniacs went off the air, wow. and uh, yeah, so they it's back um, from the. I believe it's one of the show. Which you could definitely tell, but um, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sisters—it's them running amok through Warner Brothers Studios, just like it—it it was back in the '90s. Um, one thing I will say: fans of the original show will eat this up. It's the same kind of self-referential pop culture thing that the old show was. However, if you're going to watch this with your kids, I'm going to. S- put a little asterisk and say, I'm not sure they're going to like it because it's a lot of nineties jokes. There's a whole thing with, because if you remember in the opening credits of the original song, you know, it's Bill Clinton plays the sax and, um, which they've changed that. Uh, but there's a whole thing with Bill Clinton playing the saxophone throughout history and stuff. And there's a lot of nineties references and nineties jokes, which is meant for the fans of the original show. But I guess, I just don't know if little kids are going to dig it. But, are um, Pinky and I love the Brain the original in it? Sh- yes. In fact, that's one thing. So, so far, Pinky and the Brain have been in every episode. And they're while they're funny, I kind of liked it better where you kind of didn't know if it was a Pinky and the Brain episode or not. And so far, every single episode, it's been an Animaniacs like, sketch. Pinky and the Brain and a second Animaniacs. There's no, they haven't had any of the other... No good feathers? Rec- so far, no goat fathers, no um, 
a pox on both their houses. Think, yeah, so it's, uh, but Pinky and the Brain, they're very funny. Well, I, I just kind of, I wish they would have kind of did it like they used to, where it was such a treat when, you know, the theme song would start playing. How many episodes like, oh, are there? I want to say there's eight. Oh, there's not that many. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, I, I, I could double check, but like I said, I'll, I'll only watch four. And it's on, it's on Hulu, right? Yes. Is that the only place it's on, or is it on a, on like regular TV somewhere? No, it's it's a it's a Hulu original. Oh, okay. Which there's a big there's kind of a big joke about. There's a whole song about reboots and sellouts. Oh, it's it's thirteen episodes. I'm sorry. Okay. And um, yeah, and there's there's a funny thing where it opens with the clip the um, the Jurassic Park clip that they they had released, and it's funny because Gennaro is dressed in head to toe Hulu stuff, and it's Hulu saying we're going to make a fortune with these guys. Nice, but um, yeah. So it's funny, especially if you if you're a fan of the original show. I'd say you're gonna eat this up. Cool. Now this is a story all about how our televisions got flipped, turned upside down. And Ryan didn't watch this, but sit right there. We'll tell you how we watched a reunion of a man called Frank Bad. Fuck it. I fucked up. You almost had it. You I were so close. You had yeah. it. You were right there. Well, he's so amped up on fudge-covered pretzels, he God can't, damn right, he can't Ryan. contain himself. You ruined me. <laughs> so yeah, the first prank had, uh, after, what, 30 years? It was years? a 30-year, yeah. Golly. <laughs> yeah. And I remember there being more than six seasons, but I guess it was six seasons. Yeah. Well, you know, back then, well, there were like, what, 24 like episodes? Yeah, I mean, that's insane. Yeah. It's too many for a season. So it's 30 years since it premiered. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been off the air for 24 years. Um, but three of us have watched it. Ryan had no interest. It's not, I, I did like the show, but I just, I don't know, a, a, I just had no interest in it. Like, I want to see a reunion of Friends or Seinfeld. I, I had no interest in Fresh Prince reunion. I mean, I liked the show. I watched it when it was on. I thought... And this is on HBO Max. Yeah. My biggest takeaway from that the original when it first came on was how good of an actor Will Smith was. I could tell he was a good actor back then. Yeah. Well, that's why you should watch this because it might give you some different insight into it. Because I remember as a kid watching the show and loving it, loving Will Smith and how funny it is. I wanted to emulate Will Smith and I was a dumb little white kid. So, you know. Not much that. has changed. Yeah. I'm still a dumb little white kid. <laughs> Who wants to be like Will Smith? Yeah. You're not a kid anymore. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's sitting there with his hat on backwards. He's like, <laughs> My hand full of chocolate-covered pretzels. <laughs> so, so Ryan's not wrong. Well, it's a Peter Pan complex. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, I do remember. Like, there were several episodes that kind of like punched me in the gut, and I remember the one where you know Carlton and, and Will got pulled over in Palm Springs and were treated unfairly, and how Will was like, "No, this is what's going to happen," and. Carlton didn't believe, and I remember the one with with Carlton and the gun. And I remember the one with with Will. Will and his father. And his father. That that one there. Yeah. Um, I remember all these very poignant episodes, and that's a lot of what the cast talks about. And it, it's almost like it, it, it's almost like sitting there. Uh, the things that I used to think about the show, having people kind of clarify some of the behind the scenes thought that went into it. Yeah. So was it good? And, and I love the fact that Jazzy J. Jeff was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he looks like he has not aged a day. He is a Highlander. <laughs> and I should know I was in the movie. But no, it was it was excellent. It was very well done. Is it just like a roundtable discussion sort of? Kind of. And they, there was a lot of like clips from the shows and stuff that they put in there. And it was just them talking about their experiences. There was a lot of... Uh, 
them talking about you know just how great of a guy James Avery was who played Uncle Phil who passed away several years ago 2013 yeah. yeah. did we get another uh, Will Smith crying meme out of this one um, maybe you, you, honestly you might because everybody kind of cried in, in this thing well the thing is there's a couple big big things in it and uh, what I'd say is it's like uh, there, there's moments of them talking about James Avery which are huge and how much of an impact he had on them as a Shakespearean trained actor, and there's something that Tatiana Ali says, which is basically like, you know, he let them know how important, like they weren't doing this for them, they were doing it for, you know, to, to, with dignity to be there for other people and show them. Uh, she said that when they released a picture of the thing months ago, when Will had sent it out, it was, uh, it was like hashtag black excellence. And she goes, the excellent, what, excellence wasn't the wealth, it was the family that was formed because of it. And, you know, Will talks about how he wanted to impress James Avery in that scene with his dad, and, and uh, basically, he he flubbed a line, and he started like cursing at himself and whatnot, and, and James Avery snapped him back into line, and he's like, "You look at me, we're the only ones here. Get it together. Look at me." And he said they they did the next take, and that's what ultimately is in the episode. And he said when he's hugging him like that at the end, and they pan to the statue, he whispers in his ear, "Now that's acting." You know what was funny about the, what I remember about the show? I always found it amazing. Like he had good chemistry with everyone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was like he was definitely the, the the center of that show like the arc of that that whole series and i mean it's it's rare that one character has a great chemistry with everyone it was it was a great cast though i mean yeah was, and they, they showed a lot of like the funny stuff that they had some of the bloopers and when they uh they would actually break the fourth wall yeah kind of was a no-no back then but they they would do it the scene, and I, I kind of forgot about it until I saw him do it, where Carlton was running around screaming. He uh-huh. just drops to his knees and drags himself through the entire house on his hands really quickly. So do, does anyone throw jazz out of the... the they room? talk about that. And they, they said at a certain point, they filmed like a hundred of them in a day so that they wouldn't have to keep... <laughs> and they said that it became this thing where he they, they wanted to reuse the same take over and over again. So anytime you see him with that same shirt on, <laughs> you knew it was you know, he's about to get thrown out. So, um... Fill me in. I don't know the story. What's the whole Aunt Viv saga? So, I mean, I didn't really, and apparently a lot of people didn't really know the story. Um, he, uh, when they first, through most of the show, the, the woman that plays the second Aunt Viv is there in the, in the reunion. And um, he, he tells them, you know, that they had some bad, chem- some bad blood, basically, him and the other Aunt Viv. Who I really liked. Yeah. Well, and um, great. And he met with her, and it was the first time they had spoken in 27 years. And it was apparently, he. it sounded like he and the, the studio, I guess, had kind of screwed her over a little bit, where they, they said her part for a new contract, her part was going to be cut down where she was only going to be working for like two and a half months a year, but she was not allowed to work anywhere else, all in the, in the contract. And when she turned that contract down, they just recast the role. And she was apparently going through a lot when she was pregnant, because that was kind of around the time... And yeah. she said she was in an abusive marriage and all this, and nobody knew any of this stuff. This is the and, original Anvil we're yeah. talking about? And, um, and you know, basically Will just kind of acted like he didn't care. Not that he didn't care, but he didn't know. And there was just a lot of stuff that just kind of went over his head because he'll even say because he was 21. Yeah, he's a, he, he was a kid. He, he said this kid. line, and I, I kind of, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of identified with it. He said, I was 21 and everything was a threat to me. Yeah. She goes, I was a threat. He goes, no, not you. He's like, just like... Everything around me was a threat, and he's like, so I dealt with it with comedy, and he's like, and he's like, I'm looking back on it now, and it was very clear that you were in pain, and I just didn't know. So, are both Ann Vivs on the reunion? Yeah, they are. At first, he just kind of tells everybody about it, and then he, because he, they show clips to like to the group, and he shows the, the little video footage of him getting together with her, um, and they just kind of you know clear the air, and they give each other a hug, and you know, 
you know, she apologizes for trashing him on social media and stuff, and he apologizes for, you know, everything that had happened before. And then he asked everybody, if it's okay with you, can, you know, would you mind if she came out? And everybody said, yeah, of course. And it was, uh, it was pretty and, emotional. And the other had never met her. It was very emotional. And it was, there were several moments that it kind of got me choked up a little bit, but the one that really got me choked up was when, uh, when she came in and everybody was giving her a hug or whatever, and, like, the new Anviv hugged her and said, welcome home. Yeah. And it was yeah. Like, yeah, like, that, that got when, to me. When Will looked at her and said, you're, you're always going to be my Anviv, that broke my fucking heart, too. Yeah. Which, and talking about people that don't age, that original Aunt Viv, other than changing her hair, looks exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. Jeffrey looks exactly the same, too. <coughs> yeah. And, and, well, yeah. Carl when, doesn't age either. I mean, when, no. yeah. When when uh, when Jeffrey said "Master Will" when they all walked in, that that, that got me. Yeah. Kind of kind of well, and, and I have to say this: it's been been you know that long, three decades, and and I still have a crush on Hillary. Yeah. And she was remember so nice when we saw her at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, she was she was a sweetheart. But yeah, it yeah it, it was it, like watching these. And they actually have like a like a Nikki shows up at yeah. the end. And it's kind of like just to see that full cast there. That was a show. Like you didn't, you didn't kind of like they they talked about it too. Like they had a lot of like white writers, mm-hmm. and so it was hard for them. They would just were like you know they were doing what they did. They said that they said on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays when they did their table reads and stuff. That was the time where they were like, look, you know, in black culture we wouldn't say that we wouldn't react that way. And it was your time to kind of rewrite stuff. But they did a really good job of like he said like there was a scene in in the courtroom where uh, <laughs> Uncle Phil's like. Uh, Jazz, you can put your hands on. He goes, nah, and they pan, and Jazz has his hands up, and the, the guy's trying to get him to swear in. He's like, no, he's got a gun, and I don't want him to accidentally do anything. And Will's like, it's it's crazy how it's still relevant today. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, yeah, I mean, it's, it was like an hour and 20 minutes, maybe, something like that, but it was very well worth it. It was really good. Interesting. And you should watch it. And Will Smith, nice Will Smith made me the most charismatic man on the planet. He is. Yeah, I agree. And I gotta, I gotta say, because I wrote something about it earlier, uh, but like, uh, like you, when you talk about like what a man's man used to be versus what it is now, I think that same meme you mentioned earlier, it broke my heart when that meme kind of went wild because it's, it was almost like you know there was a man being very vulnerable publicly, and it was almost like it was made fun of, and and Will has has kind of become this example of a guy who's like. There's a strength in his ability to deal with emotion, yeah. and for him to have those red table talks with his wife and to be so, they're a fascinating couple. Well, the flip side of that is if I, I got no problem with him, you know, getting emotional and stuff. I don't think but you do. no, I mean I, I I cry in movies all the time. But my thing is, if you're gonna do something public like that, I mean, you have to expect that kind of thing. I mean, the the crying Jordan memes are freaking hilarious, mm-hmm. and it was all just from him being emotional about being inducted into the Hall of Fame. There's no context to it when it's shown it's just quite hilarious so i mean it's the same thing with those i don't think anyone thinks ill of will smith i think it's just become I, a I it's just a joke because I don't know of that necessarily the memes are done that way but i think there's a lot of like of people that that do go along with it the same people that that gripe about you know females being cast in star wars and stuff like that well we can't have that we know that well I, yeah but that's why the last, <laughs> that, that's why the last trilogy was terrible too, too. the last trilogy was terrible no it was because there was the too things. many females taking the lead and, and, and yeah, carrying the story with, like, never i mean in aliens but did, didn't, did f- didn't they have to have that many females just for poe dameron to make his way around you know it didn't have to be females i've already <laughs> i've already stated this it could have been robots Horses. aliens yeah it doesn't matter poe will if it moves it's in, in danger of Poe getting to it. Fish stop swimming. You're damn right. In the, in the Lego special that we'll talk about in a minute, Poe wears a Christmas sweater. 
<laughs> Such a stud. So, perfect segue into Lego Star Wars Christmas special, which I did not watch, but 40 minutes of unadulterated fun, it would seem. It was it was adorable. Was it better than the original oh, Star Wars Christmas special? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> All right, so from the moment it began, you know when you watch The Mandalorian, they have that little Star Wars kind of logo that comes up on disney plus yeah you know panning through all well it's that but there it's like all the lego versions of oh that's guys. funny as, as soon as that started i'm like oh this is going to be special mm-hmm. and it is it's 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 very it's great and you basically get to see lego versions of everybody from all nine movies nice and the mandalorian <clears throat> what are some of the, the, the more surprising lego versions of people there, there's a scene because there's a lot of time travel involved in it. There is a scene where you get all three Obi Wan's in one scene. That was kind of funny. <laughs> and and they all at the, simultaneously say hello there. Hello there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're they're having a battle out in the in the desert, and there's just the top half of Darth Maul in it fighting. Is there a Lego Dex? No, I don't think it's Lego Dex. You got Lego Sebulba. Uh-huh. Oh, oh god! Then, there you go. And Lego Emperor is hilarious. It kind of reminded me of Lego Kylo Ren. Yeah, Lego Kylo Ren stole a lot of scenes. Yeah, he did. And there's a lot of Lego Kylo Ren with no shirt on, and everyone just has to make a comment about it every time they see him, and it's it's pretty funny. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, definitely worth watching. Um, but now it's time for a little bit of fun. A lot of fun. I'm ready for this. Ryan had brought up this idea of us doing a tournament to find out what is the most overrated thing. In the in pop culture? In pop culture, yeah. Like So this can be literally anything. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to go around the table. Everyone's going to nominate something. And whatever they nominate, it's without dispute. It goes into the tournament bracket, and then we'll debate later if it should move on. But it can be anything. Anything. If you want to nominate, I don't know, sh- tennis shoes. <laughs> Jade Hoover. J- if you see, if nominate Jared Hoover's on the list. <laughs> and yes, Glenn, I do agree with you that it shouldn't have been a Marshmallow Man. It should have been J. Edgar Hoover that yep. showed up at Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right, so who wants to start this off? I think, Ryan, you should start it off since it was your work. Well, I'm going to go with... It was your brainchild. Yeah, and you guys know what I'm going to pick first. And by the way, this is going to go into the tournament bracket in a random order, so we don't know who's going to end up against okay. who. But I'm going with Taylor Swift as my first overrated. Is she talented? I guess. Can she sing? Maybe. But is she like this groundbreaking revolutionary singer, songwriter, or whatever? Not to me. I just think she's just a teeny. She's always going to be a teeny girl to me. I think she's swell. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say one that I feel like is kind of along the same lines, and it's a current band right now, is Imagine Dragons. I think they are... Highly overrated. But they do whatever it takes. They're not, and they're not bad, but it's like you, you hear one of their songs, you're like, oh, that's a pretty good song. And then within the next week, you hear it 5,000 times. And it's like, thunder. how do you hear this I ever fucking again? hate that feel song. Feel the thunder. I hate that boom, song. Boom, boom, and I also feel like some of their the thunder. songs are, are better than others, but a lot of their songs, I feel like they've written 15 seconds of a song, and then they just repeat that over and over again. <laughs> that's what I kind of like about it. <laughs> it's like, write, write a whole song. Yeah. All right, Greg. We got so far. We got two. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go. Oh, you, you, since you can't fight this, I'm I'm gonna come out guns blazing. I can't. I'm fight. gonna I'm gonna say Ryan Johnson. Okay. So right. far, we have nothing but people. Interesting, <laughs> Ryan Johnson. All right, Glenn. 
Okay, well, my, I, I have no people. Um, my <laughs> first one, and this is... This isn't stuff that's bad. This is stuff that's overrated because actually I can I kind of like this a little, but I think it's highly overrated. I'm gonna go with pumpkin spice. Damn oh. right. Good call. Pumpkin spice. So just in general, the flavor of pumpkin spice. In general, like because I, I kind of like a pumpkin spice latte every now and again, but then you get the pumpkin spice Cheerios and the pumpkin spice butter and the pumpkin spice mm-hmm. everything. I just think it's pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. That's just too much. Too much pumpkin. pumpkin it's like Eliza Schlesinger says in our comedy special. All you gotta wait for that first leaf to fall, and every woman in the world goes pumpkin everything. <laughs> That's right. All right, uh, I'll piggyback off your little uh, food. I'm gonna go with guacamole. Uh, do I like it? Yeah, but like there are people who lose their shit with, with about guacamole. Like they they gotta have it when they go to restaurants, Mexican restaurants, and I just think it's okay. It's like I don't have to have it, but people are obsessed with it. Okay. And this might just be me being an old man, but I think, and I think you guys are also going to agree with me. But videos of others playing with toys or playing games, <laughs> like I, I, I just don't understand it. Why don't you just play with the toy or play with the game yourself? <laughs> videos of games, interesting. <laughs> Cardi B. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no explanation. Just ma- you no, made like, Glenn laugh. I just don't like. I don't get it. And again, like like I've seen it, like there's some fun that goes along with it and whatnot. And you know, I can't stop singing WAP, but uh, yeah, like it's there's just there like, like I don't get the whole kind of con- like the phenomenon that is Cardi B. And maybe I'll never know. She's the woman who offset uh, her her baby daddy husband whatever on again off again relationship. She got back with him recently because, and I quote, she needs dick. I mean, I feel like she shouldn't have a problem getting that. <laughs> I don't I don't think she should either. But apparently, that's the thing. And offsets the one that's going to give it to her. All right, Glenn. Like X. You're up. Okay, um, I'm going to go with, and again, this is over already because I kind of, I'll laugh at these every now and again, but I'm going to say memes. Okay. Because okay. I just think that, you know, some of them are funny, but you get to the point where that's how, I mean, it's just nothing but people communicating with different memes, and I just, I think it's just, it's just too much. Hmm. Okay, so it's me now. Um, three words. This is us. <laughs> yeah, that that is them. Uh-huh. And I have never seen a single episode of the show, but I just don't understand why people. I- I've seen the show, but it, they, it's they fine, but based on social media posts, it seems to make so many people miserable. Yeah. And they seem to love the fact that this show is destroying their lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. It's my turn here. I've got one that I don't know if you guys are going to like me for saying this, but this, again, it's not something that I necessarily don't, I don't like, but I just think it's overrated. <clears throat> I think Boba Fett is highly overrated. Boba! I mean, when you really think about Fire! When you really think about the canon of Star Wars, like, what did Boba Fett really do that was impressive? He got eaten. He looked cool. He, I think his arm rolled. I think that's but that's that's any man. I really think that's honestly what it all it was back. I mean, his dad's armor at least was shinier. Well, I mean, I think when Empire Strikes Back came out, that was he just looked badass. He did look badass, but I mean, I think that's really all. He it didn't was. even capture Han Solo. Yes, he figured out where he was going, but then he had to get Darth Vader's trip. Didn't George Lucas say that had he known he would have become such a, a polarizing figure, he would have planned something a lot bigger for him? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, Deadpool. <laughs> 
Um, and it, look, let's give you some background on this. I used to love Deadpool back on circa X Force number fifteen, long time ago, when when Deadpool was basically like a cold blooded assassin that told some jokes. And then eventually they started to try to see how weird and fourth wall breaking they could make him, and then started shoving him down people's throats. So Deadpool and Harley Quinn are like the gateway drugs for people who like want to say they're into comics but aren't really into comics. You think Harley Quinn falls in that category? Oh, she's DC's Deadpool, hundred percent at this mm-hmm. point. Um, so are you putting in the entry as Deadpool slash Harley Quinn, or just Deadpool? Oh no, no, just Deadpool. Okay, because he was before he was first, and I kind of you know we have Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. So yeah. Blin. Um, but what, 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 oh, never mind. Let, don't, let, don't, let don't, me say everything so you, can, so you can don't, make Don't it. talk, Just let yet. the man speak. Don't talk, Eglin. <laughs> uh, but no, like, I, I think, again, like, for people that love Deadpool, those movies are great representations of, of him. But I think that to see him constantly, constantly around and people, I think uh, some people like him just because they're supposed to. That's it. All right. All right, Glenn, you're up. Uh, Is that it? Is that right. everything? That's everything. <laughs> Is that your story? That's my story. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna go and uh, if I get hate for this, I don't. I don't really care. I'm gonna say Scarface. That's a definite Wait, what did, overrated. What oh, the Scarface. movie Scarface. Oh, Scarface. It's. I think it's a fine movie. It's a good yeah. performance by Al Pacino, but I don't think it's his best performance. And I, I think that all the people that base their lives off of it, it's just. I mean, it's a fine movie, but I just think it's way, way over. Yeah, well, I mean, well, when we used to have our website, Ryan used to write the, the little article that, remember, that everybody's lost with me, and I, I borrowed your idea one time, and I wrote the whole thing about Scarface, and it's, I yeah. agree. It's like, one, of the, one of the things that always fascinated me is they had that documentary when they released whatever anniversary edition of it, and it was a bunch of like hip-hop artists that were talking about the, how it influenced them, and I forgot who it was that said, like, the, the, some, basically the moral of the story is don't get high in your own supply. It's like, no, don't be a drug dealer is the moral of the yeah. story. <laughs> and there's so many people who are like, well, because the, the tagline is welcome to the American dream. And everybody's like, yeah, that's the American dream. I'm like, do you not understand that it's, that's not <laughs> I don't dream about selling lots of cocaine. Until people, I can't trust anyone and then my own people murder me, you know. American dream. Uh, hmm. I was. I'm gonna have to. I have to. I gotta go with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. I was. I was we, we got Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. That's why I was kind of. I was kind of thinking about not doing it, but Deadpool is completely well, separate you from. You got something else that you might want to do. I, this, I, is like, this is gonna be our last ones if we. Yeah. If we're, uh, um. We're doing four each. I'm, I'm as much as I really. I mean, first of all, I can't. I, you know what? I take it back. I really shouldn't put him because even though I think he's overrated, I think he sucks. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these people that are things that I'm putting those I don't dislike. I don't really like Ryan Reynolds at all. Um, so, why are you laughing, Greg? <laughs> I'm thinking of the theory that you don't like other people named Ryan. That's not true. That's not true at all. There, there was a time when there was like a whole bunch of people. There was. At the time. It was like Ryan Phillippe had just He's cheated on Reese Witherspoon. Terrible. Ryan Cabrera. Ryan Cabrera was out there. He just got engaged to a WWE wrestler, Alexa Bliss. He's still he's still alive. Evidently, okay. Good for him. But thank God Ryan Gosling came along. Ryan Gosling, yeah, he's awesome. He redeemed the Ryan. He did. Um, I'm only going to put this on the list just out of principle because I know it has no shot of advancing with you three assholes. But I'm putting Gladiator on this. <laughs> I'll see your Gladiator. <laughs> I, I do. I, I thought like Gladiator was a good film. I felt like its screenplay really was was weak. Um, I thought the beginning of it was amazing, but I just felt like that it it was 
I don't know. It, it, all, it, it felt like it went through re- rewrites. To I me. feel like you started hating Gladiator just because we kept messing with you because you love Braveheart so much, and we just kept saying how oh, it was better. than No, that. I mean, like I liked it, but I mean, the way you guys loved it, I was just like, really? Like, did I miss something? But there you go. You loved Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, my last one that I'm going to say is non-competition reality TV. Like, where you're just following some people around that are just famous for the sake of being famous. Like, you know. Kardashians. Exactly. There's one on, and I only know about this from watching the, the sports show Highly Questionable. And they, they, they do this thing, are you interested or whatever? And they show the highlights from a show. There's this thing called uh, Mama's Boy. I think it's on um, oh, like A&E or TV Land, where it's just, they follow a, a guy who is obsessed with his mother and his relationship with his girlfriend or fiance or wife. And how just the fact that his obsession with being a mama's boy is ruining the, the woman's life. Wow. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Th- I agree with you with that kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it's like I, these people are making millions and millions of dollars for nothing. I mean, they're just having cameras falling around and just watch, the, watch so, them be rich. I guess. And add more money to their, their wealth. Like, I'd rather have a show if it was going to be like that, you know. Somebody that's actually interesting and do like a week in the life of a neurosurgeon or something like that and follow them around or just some unusual job. But you don't have to follow them around always you, like you, the Real Housewives. and the. You're time. making me want to change, take Gladiator off and replace it with The Bachelor. Because The Bachelor is a competition reality show, but it's freaking... It's awful. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to remove Gladiator, just FYI. Okay. See, like like he did with Best Picture, Gladiator won. Shut up. <laughs> Go ahead, Greg. <laughs> uh, I am kind of uh, between two things here for my final one. And they're both for, for different reasons. But one is the grown-ups movies because they were never as funny as the people that watch them think they are. And the other was a film near and dear <clears throat> to your heart, Ryan, which is Roma. Oh, God. <clears throat> because I don't think that that movie was as good as anyone thought it was. No. <clears throat> So uh, I think um, just from the point of view of of it being so lauded and so I'm going to have to go with Roma. All right. All right, the last one. <clears throat> going to Glenn before we decide whatever, what, what's the most overrated. Okay, I'm going to go with fast food plant-based meat. Interesting. Because just because, I mean, it's fine. But, I mean, if you're going vegan, you really shouldn't do it because, like, there's a pizza that's full of freaking cheese. Well, um, you know what we should and, do? And, and honestly, it's not that, like, calorie-wise, it's not that much better for no. you than the meat. No. We should do one of these tournaments because I'm thinking of all kinds of other things right now. We should do one of these once a month <laughs> and at the end of the year do, like, a free-for-all for, like, most underrated and overrated thing of the year. Just an idea. All right. Now comes the fun part. <clears throat> these, these, these random matchups. So, did, are you? So, what did you change Gladiator to? I changed it to The Bachelor. The Bachelor. All right. Oh, specifically, The Bachelor. Okay. The Bachelor. All right. <clears throat> First matchup. What's most overrated, guacamole or Boba Fett? <laughs> <laughs> well, guacamole is a superfood. They're both green. <laughs> um. I'm I'm voting for guacamole only because there's a chance we get more Boba Fett soon. Yeah. That maybe it'll it'll justify. And, his I mean, and, and very well, it may very well because I mean, like Darth Maul was extremely. Yeah, yeah, you're until, right. Until the the animated series, well, and then. But but I think awesome. I think too that that that's a good point too. 
I think that any time, like I don't necessarily seek out guacamole, but when I have it, damn, is it tasty. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know my biggest problem with guacamole? It doesn't last very long. No, it doesn't. That, that's my biggest thing. But because of guacamole, well, you gotta I got to make it holy moly. <laughs> All right, so you voting uh, I'm Boba? I'm Boba Fett. All right. Glenn? Oh, I'm voting for guac. Just because we're not, we're not done with Boba Fett. We're done with guacamole. I mean, what else can I'm we gonna, do I'm with guacamole? Boba Fett. All right, so it's a tie, so they both move on. All right. Video games of people playing video games? Just, no, no videos. just videos of people playing video games. Video, videos I feel of like people. all kids watch today, they just got to get on YouTube and watch other kids play video games or watch other kids play with toys. Uh, I go with uh, against Deadpool. Oh. I'm going to go with uh, the videos. I'm going to go with the videos. The videos. I'm going to go with Deadpool. All right. Videos moves on. Pumpkin spice anything versus non-competition reality TV. Oh <laughs> shit! I gotta go with pumpkin spice. I, I get so annoyed when I see that time I of year. The reality TV. I'm. Glenn froze on us. Glenn, Glenn froze as though he was at Easter Island style. But since he nominated pumpkin spice, I'm pretty sure he's going pumpkin yeah. spice. Pump, pump, pumpkin spice. I'll I'll cast the deciding vote here and make it pumpkin spice. There it is. All right, pumpkin. All right. I saw so many pumpkin spice things this season that I'm like, why did they make that into pumpkin spice? That, yeah, fuck that. This might be. I mean, I, I kind of thought we'd have some crazy matchups, but I never thought we would get Imagine Dragons versus Scarface. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I think I got to go with Scarface on this because I kind of like Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I'm falling too fast to prepare for this. I'm gonna go with Imagine Dragons. You're, you're going Imagine Dragons. Greg, Greg hates Imagine I don't hate Imagine Dragons. I hate that song. Thunder. I like their other, so- like their other songs. Fall into a fat for the hills. To rid of the world could be dangerous. <laughs> so which one are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with Scarface. Okay, that's surprising. Glenn? <clears throat> Scarface. Wow, okay. The world is yours. <laughs> All right. Taylor Swift versus Roma. <laughs> Roma. Roma, hands down. Taylor Swift is talented. Roma. You know what? I mean, I nominated Taylor Swift, but I fucking hate Roma so much. <laughs> All right. He really loves you, Taylor. Memes versus The Bachelor. Oh, <laughs> oh the, the bachelor, bachelor, hands down. Yeah, I got to go with The Bachelor. I think I have to go with The Bachelor, too. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to see. This sentence I never thought I'd ever say in my life. <laughs> Ryan Johnson versus fast food plant-based meat. <laughs> it's perfect because he, he keeps posting pictures of himself with carrot juice. All right. So, yes, I, I, I understand where you're going with the, the plant-based thing, but you can get the pizza vegan. Just don't put the cheese on it. And cauliflower crust is pretty fucking amazing. But I think, you know, pizza... Oh, yeah, no. And, and, and I agree with all that. I just think that they're going overboard. With well, it's become a big thing. And, yeah, you're right. The calories... Are, are pretty comparable and that was that's sort of the point is that they're trying to create foods that you don't lose your calories you maintain your protein and stuff but it's it's better for you than constantly eating animal meat which I, the environment too. yeah i agree with it to an extent but uh so i'm gonna go with uh i like ryan johnson i don't know greg's crazy I, I, I like him too i just think that you know he might be a little bit overrated uh, I mean, he's an Oscar-nominated screenwriter. Yeah, that's an aberration. And again, I Roma's don't an Oscar-nominated yeah, film. Yeah, you're right about that. 
Gladiator is also yeah, winning a Well, that's not on the list anymore. <laughs> I, I, have, I have no problem with the fast food plant-based meat. I just think so many people, it's becoming more of a trend, and it's not people doing it for the reasons you said. Yeah, yeah, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, to me, I like doing it. I mean, I did it for a month, and it's more, well, first of all, did you look at the price of that pizza at Pizza Hut? Shit. It's It's $17.99. For their their deluxe vegan pizza, which is absurd, because you can get like a two topping large for seven ninety nine, and it's just that's the problem with all that. It's it's all you know they're trying to control us and keep us unhealthy. That's the problem with that. But anyway, I'm gonna vote for the the plant based vegan stuff because I like Ryan Johnson. I thought you changed your vote just now. No, okay. I'm going with the the vegan okay. stuff. I'm gonna go with the vegan stuff too. I'll go with the vegan stuff. And we know Glenn's going with the vegan. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Cardi B versus This Is Us. <laughs> I gotta go with This Is Us. As will I. This Is Us. Because Cardi B's hot. I'm going to go with Cardi B. All right. Just because she sounds like something that should be in a cardiologist's office. Watch <laughs> the videos of her talking to Bernie Sanders. It's gold. All right. We got a three-way. Scarface versus Guacamole versus Boba Fett. <laughs> I got to say Scarface. All I know is in the middle of it, Guacamole's about to get fucked up. Yeah. I gotta go with Scarface. I gotta go with Scarface. Scarface. Wow. I was gonna go with Guacamole. Alright, so Scarface wins. <laughs> and moves on. Alright. Videos of the, the videos of people watching people do stuff versus Roma. Um, I'm going Roma. Videos of people watching stuff. I'm going with the videos. <sighs> this is hard. I'm gonna well, go with the videos. Yeah, I look at it like Roma's a movie. You like it or you don't like it. Yeah. Yes, it was a little bit overrated, but I mean, it's those videos. It's just it's a ridiculous concept. It's objectively bad. All right, uh, pumpkin spice stuff versus this is us. Pumpkin spice. I feel okay. like all the people who like this is us are obsessed with pumpkin oh, spice. Oh, I guarantee yeah. you they are. So what would y'all what y'all two said? Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. I'm gonna go. This is us. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice moves on. All right. The Bachelor versus fast food plant based meat. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. I'll also go with The Bachelor. The Bachelor. It makes millions of dollars, whereas plant-based meats I don't think make as much. You know what? I'm going to tell you kind of a funny little story right now because Karen watches The Bachelor, and she, she will admit that it's garbage, but she just like she likes it to you know just kind of relax and you know get away from work. This season, apparently, there's all these guys that go to The Bachelorette, and they all tell her about how you know they've been watching her on these seasons when she's been a contestant and how much they're in love with her and all this stuff. And like two episodes in... All these guys have said all this to her, and she falls in love with one of them and leaves the show. They bring in another bachelorette, and they are, oh, we're so in love with you. Oh, my God. Like, you just told the other girl you were here specifically for her. They picked some other random woman, and now you're, yeah, it's just, it's, it's absurd. Yeah, when it comes to The Bachelor, I am literally Tom Hanks and Big. I just don't get it. Yeah. I can't. Not that it. I get that it, you know. The it robot was, turns into a bug. What's there? <laughs> I get that it was made into a show, but I cannot understand how it's become a national phenomenon. All right, so we got a final four of the most overrated things in pop culture, the world, whatever. Pumpkin spice, everything versus Scarface. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. All right. It's a cockroach. <laughs> the Bachelor versus videos of us watching people do stuff. Videos. I, I'm gonna go with the Bachelor. I'm gonna go with the Bachelor. It's more insidious. Wow. So, so it's a tie. All right. So here we go. This is it. This is the moment of truth. The final. Is it a three-way? Final? It's a three-way final. Pumpkin spice everything. Videos of people watching people do stuff, or the Bachelor. Videos for me. 
John says videos. Pumpkin spice for me. Pumpkin spice. I. I think. I think I gotta go pumpkin spice too. Let's make it official. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin there it is. Spice. The most overrated thing that we can think of tonight. In pop culture, <laughs> pumpkin spice. You know the funny thing? I, my initial idea for this was it was stuff that we kind of liked. I don't think any of us here really like pumpkin spice no. stuff. I mean, well, it's it's fine. I mean, it's... I don't. Go, but like the thing is, I don't hear it coming and go, "Oh boy, I gotta get that." Like I don't do that with. But I mean, for instance, like when I worked at uh, when I worked at Starbucks with you, like you know, if somebody like made an extra one, oh, there's an extra pumpkin spice. Yeah, I'd drink somebody it. go, do you want it? I'm like, sure, that's fine. Yeah, I had a pump of chai to that shit. Did you just mention going. the McRib? Yeah, I think the McRib is overrated. I almost put that down as one of the things. I almost put anything written and directed by Terrence Malick. Oh, that that would have been yeah. good. Man, we may have to do another one of these. I'm right. telling you. Um, People that are listening, if you think of other stuff, we probably agree with you. So let us know. You know. Yeah, definitely. We what, can, what did we, we can not think of? Several. I mean, I, I was almost put Grey's Anatomy on it, but I almost did too. Thankfully, that's almost that's over. It's been on for like thirty years. I, I know. Well, Heather watches it, and she's been like leaving it on, and I'm like, because uh, I, I was talking about this with her and Monique the other night. I said that I used to. She's like, oh, you hate the show. I'm like, I don't hate it. I'm just indifferent towards it. Like, I used to love ER. I said this seems like ER was just a lot more sex. Now, when you describe it that way, I kind of want to watch it. I mean, everyone, I can't keep track of who's fucking who. But the other thing, too, is that, uh, like I was comparing it, like Shonda Rhimes is a great showrunner. Let's get that you know straight right now. She runs great shows. Um, but, like, Michael Crichton went to medical. There was a lot more medical yes, he did. know-how, I, I find, on ER than there really is on, mm-hmm. on Grey's Anatomy. And, you know, there's Dr. McShitpants and... I don't have a problem with him. I don't but have I, a problem with him necessarily. But I, the, the character, like I, I did tell my sister the other day that the best role he ever played was when that monkey spit water in his mouth in outbreak and gave him an infectious disease. And he got West African Motala. He did. <laughs> nice. All right, and now it is time to nominate this week's awesome village, gentlemen. Who are your nominees and why? Um. So as everyone knows, we are located in New Orleans, and I am going to nominate Taysom Hill. Taysom. Who came in in relief for the injured Drew Brees. And despite what I was telling a lot of people who are my friends, I knew the man was going to have a good game because for some reason people seem to doubt Sean Payton's brilliance as an offensive mind. And if he tells me this guy can play, I am inclined to believe him. And people said, oh, it was just an okay game. He didn't throw any touchdowns. Well, he had like a 50-something yard bomb that was called back on a stupid holding penalty. So that, and he's been playing for this team for a while. Everyone loves him. He's supposedly a great teammate, and I just—he just—he's just an awesome guy. He is awesome. I, I hope. He, I hope. I really hope. I, I told my sister, in my personal opinion, I think we've seen the last of Drew Brees. I think Taysom's going to play well enough <coughs> that when he's healthy, I don't think Sean Payton replaces Taysom Hill. I'm going out on a limb with that I, one. I don't agree with that, but okay. I'm going out on a limb with that one. I think he's going to be that good. I think this is Drew Brees' last year. That that yeah I, yeah definitely. Uh, I'm going to nominate Will Smith because after watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and after but, like talking to you guys about everything, Will Smith is a guy who went from a music career to being fast-tracked into an acting career and kind of blew up. And just as the person that he is and like a, in, in the motivational speaker almost that he's kind of become, and along with the career that he's had, despite Wild Wild West and mm-hmm. all that stuff, like the, the man's got a huge body of work and a very wide range of skills. And, uh, the only other person that's done that is Mark Wahlberg, and Will Smith has done it much better. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. Well, after watching the Fresh Prince thing, I'm, you know, the poor man is no longer with us, but um, I'm going to nominate James Avery just because I forgot how much he held that show together. This, oh, James Avery is the guy that played Uncle Phil, for those of you that don't know. 
and just how much he meant to everybody on that show. And he just he really did just kind of tie the whole show together. And he was also the voice of Shredder in Ninja Turtles. You say that, but like James Avery too, like that commanding voice. Like Will Smith says it too. Like he was six foot four and three hundred pounds, and just like he was a presence. Mm-hmm. And like I remember, like there was a, a thing where he yelled at Will and, and Carlton, and and, and 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 I just was like I, I was shook back in fear uh, at, at this man. But like to to have a group of people talk about like you know Tatiana Ali talks about his influence on her with like black culture and jazz mm-hmm. and things like that. He seems like he was just everyone's dad, and that's kind of how he felt. Like I, I wanted to be Uncle Phil's nephew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I am going to nominate Mr. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. So yeah, I've been listening to his memoir um, called Green Lights, and which he reads, which I highly like recommend to anyone that um, likes audiobooks and just about you know his experiences and his outlook on life and everything and he's been promoting it a lot and I just think he's just so damn likable and he's lived such an interesting life and I mean he, there's rumors of him running for governor of Texas and stuff like that and I just Texas I just is so think lucky. he's great alright gentlemen if you have to vote for someone other than your own who would it be? I would pick Avery. I would also pick James Avery. I was going to pick Taysom. I was going to pick Will Smith. James Avery. Um, <clears throat> well, James Avery can't come sit here and hang with us, but, uh, you know, if he could, I, that would be amazing. But uh, If somebody really had a force ghost, it would be James Avery. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, like, I, like I, 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 I wish there was a way to properly like, – I know it sounds silly about a person I've never met, but like to the proper way to eulogize yeah. someone like that, because like again, like when I found out that he was the Shredder, yeah, my mind was blown as a, yeah. as a kid. Like you know, uh, his his career, and then again, like the the him being in our living rooms every Monday night, you know, you know, being America's parent was yeah. was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, you remember that episode when he was like he made his <laughs> campaign commercial and Will like yeah. cut it. And, Judge. Judge, 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 judge. Yeah. So before we sign off, I don't I want to pass along some, I mean, sort of breaking news. I don't know if y'all heard, uh, Ken Jennings is going to host the first batch of new yeah. episodes for Jeopardy. And they, they listed him as guest host for now. Yeah. On the, I didn't did see you, anything right before we Did got you guys hear, too, apparently like there's been a big push for like LeVar, LeVar Burton. Burton. Yeah. Which that would be and pretty that, amazing. That, that's that. actually been going around for years. Well, like, he, he said he'd know, be like, interested when, when in it. Yeah. A while back, but yeah, that that I think that would be. You yeah. want to talk about gravitas? Like I like Ken Jennings and everything too, but like I kind of like the idea of going with guest hosts for a little bit, and then until they find yeah. somebody to permanently go with. Well, because Ken Jennings, kind of, they're doing an American version of the show, this British t- uh, game show called The Chase. Yeah, he's hosting it, right? Yeah, he. Well, it's like they have to beat. I don't know. It was some guy called the Beast. That's like a big trivia um, expert, and it's the three Jeopardy like super the finalists, the the ones from. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, it's the three of them are are the ones that the people have to beat. So it might be kind of a scheduling thing because of that. But um, yeah, I'd be all up for for Jordy LaForge hosting Jeopardy. Yeah. But, um, Especially if he hosts it with the banana uh, yeah. clip on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Aquiel Onare. <laughs> He'll be dressed as Watson with the banana clip. (laughs) Coolant links for 400 out. (laughs) Or Bavar. Dilithium crystals. All right, that's going to do it for us for another visit here to the village. 
That's been another fun one. Remember, you can find us many places. You can find us on Anchor Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a host of other platforms. And every time you listen to us in our ads, you help us out here at the show. So please, like uh, Johnson, give us your feedback. Let us yeah. know if you have anything that you think was left off the list that needs to be added. And maybe we'll do this again. We definitely want to do one with uh, yeah. with some, some underrated things. And this episode is going to come out on Thanksgiving Eve. So everyone have a wonderful Thanksgiving. That's true. Eat some turkey. Gobble, gobble. Uh, stay safe and socially distant yeah. wherever you can. And, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Cranberry sauce is overrated. It is. <laughs> you know, my dad does not like homemade cranberry. He, he said it has to be the kind th- from the I, can. I, I kind of agree with him. If I'm going to have it, I want the can. With <laughs> the can with the, the, the lines. He wants yeah. the lines on it. So, yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, enjoy yourself. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, we will see you next week. Peace out. Peace out.